Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. I am Minister Ginger London. Thank you so much for joining me on tonight. And tonight I'm excited, number one, that you're here and listening in by phone and by Internet to the Ginger London Ministry Show here on Blog Talk Radio. So I want to thank you so much for joining me on tonight. Tonight is the second show of a series that we're doing on single and strong, maximizing your singleness for the holidays. And if you listen to the first show, the first show was at, was actually on that, how to maximize your singleness, how to be single and strong. And we talked about how to be content right now in whatsoever state that you're in. And I know sometimes for singles, some singles, the holiday season can be a season of pressure. It also can be a, a, se- a season of holiday blues. And for some people who are really uh, caught up into um what they consider to be a devastating state of singleness, it could also breed some depression in your life because you you feel like you should or you think you should be with someone, and this is the season where you should be enjoying your loved one or dating someone or or married. And if you've been single for a long uh, period of time and you have been believing God uh, for a mate and it hasn't happened yet, when we get into this. Christmas holiday season, uh, sometimes some singles can actually be taken aback by that and actually be in a place where they are um, a little disappointed um, in themselves and also in the in the fact that they are uh, still single. And so we're going to talk about uh, something in particular on tonight. I'm going to talk about uh, dating for appearances. You know, a lot of times, uh, people get connected to others during the holiday season because they don't want to go to parties and events and family gatherings by themselves. And so they want to give the appearance that they're dating someone because family members usually ask them questions about why you're still single, why aren't you married yet, why can't you find somebody, you know, a good-looking guy like you, you can't find anybody out there, or uh, how can a beautiful girl like you, a woman like you not have somebody, all sorts of questions come up sometimes for singles during the holiday season. You know, when are we going to cut that cake? And, you know, all sorts of questions come up. And so some people will actually date just for appearance so that they can bypass all of those types of questions and not have to deal with those types of questions. So we're going to get started with our foundational scripture, which is taken from the book of Philippians chapter 4, and it's uh, verse 11. And it says, now that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am in, whatever state I am, to be content. And during the first show, we talked about uh, contentment um, as a single and what it means uh, to be content. And we learned uh, some important facts about contentment during the first show. And I, uh, I had a few phone calls afterwards and um, some comments that um, they were uh, their lives were blessed by the explanation of contentment. So please go back and listen to the replay of the first show so that you can get it. But just a, 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 a quick recap, we defined um, contentment as being satisfied with what you have. It is the ability to open up to wide and swallow whole the lot life has given you. And so that's basically what it is. And the main focus I did on that show was being satisfied with what you have. Okay, and another uh, definition of contentment or an expansion of that particular definition of contentment is being okay with something 
you're not okay with. So you have some singles who are not okay with being single. And um, it's nothing wrong with not being okay with being single. The problem comes in when you become desperate or anxious or you panic. Uh, panic, that's when the problem comes in. When you take other measures to uh, uh, to get you out of the state of singleness and into the state of marriage where you want to be. And so you use all sorts of tactics and schemes and gimmicks to try to get there or to try to get into uh, be engaged into a relationship with someone and the real you or your real self is not the one that's showing up. It's the one that's desperate. And so when they really get to know you, they're not satisfied because you got to know them out of desperation. And the, the one of the um, cliches that we're going to use tonight is misery loves company. And so whenever you are miserable about being single, then you will invite company into your life, but it'll be, that company will be invited um, in an unhealthy way. And so those are the things that we're going to um, talk about on tonight. And so tonight's show is dating for appearances, you know, uh, for the holiday season. And what I mean when I talk, when I say dating for appearances, I'm talking about you dating someone to make it appear as if you're in a relationship when you're really not in a relationship. So I'm not really so much talking about appearances as uh, it relates to somebody being um, exceptionally beautiful or exceptionally handsome or muscular, well-built, you know, or nicely shaped or fine, as, uh, as the guys would put it. I'm not talking so much about that. That would be uh, a part of it included in it. But mostly, mostly I'm talking about dating so it can appear as if you're involved in a relationship when you're really not involved in a relationship. It just gives the appearance of one, but underneath it, underneath the surface, it's really not a genuine, healthy relationship, you know. So, you know, during the holiday season, you know, you, you're going to be invo invited to a lot of holiday parties. You're going to be invited to events. You're going to be invited to family gatherings. And you're going to have to go to all of these events alone. And that may be going through your mind. It's here I am single, and here is one more holiday season. And once again, I'm invited to all these different things, and I have to go to them alone. And so you're, you're, you're dealing with that. And so because you're miserable about being single and miserable about being single during the holiday season, you have a, you, you'll be uh, tempted, if you haven't already, to invite company because the saying misery loves company. You know, nobody wants to be miserable by themselves, you know. And so what happened is uh, you invite somebody. And so during this show, we're going to talk about six reasons why singles date uh, for appearances during the holiday season and why it is emotionally unhealthy to date for appearances. And so uh, let's get started with the show because I think you're going to be blessed uh, by the teaching and um I want to invite you that if you're listening by phone at any time, if you have a comment or a question, you can press the number one. And if you are listening um, in the chat room or by the Internet and you're in the chat room, you can post your comments um, in the chat room. And so let's look at the reasons why uh, most singles date uh, during the holidays or date for appearances, rather not so much date for the holidays, but date for appearances during the holidays or for the holidays. So I'm only doing this if, if it's a single that's doing it. The single that person is only dating for the appearance. And I'm I'm gonna keep repeating that because you don't want to do anything for show. You don't want to do anything. You don't want to date somebody on under false pretenses because in the end it's gonna come out that it was false pretenses. You don't want to um you know put yourself out there like that to be you know see there's so many adjectives you could use. With that, but you really don't want to, uh, in a way, prostitute yourself out there just so you can have a date for the holidays. And I mean that, um, you know, um, you know, uh, figuratively, but uh, I, you know, not necessarily like what, how we know prostitution. But you don't want to put yourself out there as bait for somebody or do something, lower your standards, lower your character, connect with somebody just so you can have a date. For the holidays, you'll do better just stat being single and strong, standing tall, and just taking yourself to wherever you, wherever what events that you are, um, are invited to. 
And so let's get right into uh, the teaching and talk about the different, uh, the six reasons, whether. The first one is to avoid feeling lonely. So a lot of singles during the holidays would date for appearance to avoid feeling lonely. It's another holiday season is here. You have no one to share it with, you know. And so you're going, like I said, you're going to parties, you're going to family events. You know, you go and when you go to these events, you're going to see all kinds of loving couples. You're going to see people who are married. You're going to see newlyweds. You're going to see uh, people who just started dating and they seem to be just uh, ecstatic with each other. You're going to see um, people who maybe just got engaged for Thanksgiving and, you know, who've been dating for a while or even maybe dating for less than a year and uh, got engaged for Thanksgiving. You're going to see all sorts of uh, of couples, but you're going to say, here I am at this event all alone, and you're going to be looking across the room, and you're going to say, wow, look at all these couples, and you're going to start judging those relationships if you don't know them personally. You're going to start judging those relationships by outer appearances, and so you're just going to scan the room, and because you're not happy about being single, then you just auto, you will automatically think that something, you know, everybody's happy, you know, this, oh, they have great relationships, and I'm the only one that doesn't have anybody, and all those kinds of things. So you start thinking back in your mind, and what happens? You start going back in your mind, and you start thinking about, let's see, who was the last girl that I dated? Hmm, let me see if I can call her and hook back up with her for the holidays. Because, you know, she wasn't so bad, you know, so maybe hmm, maybe I can just, you know, kind of touch bases with her, and we can kind of, you know, just make it through the holidays. And I don't really want anything. I just want to. Or you'll think back and say, who was the last guy I dated? Well, you know, he wasn't so bad. He was cute, and, you know, he had a nice car, and he's a real nice guy, you know. Not not too truthful, but, you know, hey, I know him. So maybe I could call him and see if I can, you know, hook up with him and get connected with him again just for the holidays. And so you'll call that person and pretend like you're just so interested in their well-being and what they're doing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Or some people may be bold enough to say, hey, what you got going on for the holidays? You want to hook up for the holidays? Let's go to parties and events together. And that other person, if hey, you know, they'll say, okay, let's do it. So you start thinking back and because you have you haven't, Met anyone new, and it's a short note, a short notice kind of thing. You'll start reaching back into your past, looking down the blacklist, if you will, in the little black book, trying to see who from uh, your past relationships can you connect with and actually date them, just so you can make it through the holiday season. You will, you will bypass some fault, some lack of character, some integrity, um, just so that you can have a date. For the holiday season, you know, and so, you know, um, you know, you'll say stuff, something like, it wouldn't be so bad if I got back with her or if I got back with him. You know, he has, you know, it's a little something going on, but it's not that bad. I can, you know, I'll call him and see what's going on. Or, you know, um, you'll actually say to yourself, I just need this person for right now. You'll actually say to yourself and to your friends, some people are bold enough to tell their friends and family members uh, some certain family members what they're doing, and they'll actually say, "I just need this person for right now. I'm not interested in no long relationship. I just need them for November, December, and the first week of January. That's it. And after that, I really don't need the relationship anymore. I just don't want to be in a, uh, go through the holiday season by myself. And so the first one is you you date to avoid feeling lonely. The second reason you date for appearance is pressure. You know, you're, you you will be under some pressure. You know, you'll see you may have friends who are in uh, some serious long-term uh, relationships, you know, and then you may have some friends who are engaged. Um, and uh, so you'll feel the pressure of being in a relationship because all of your friends around you are in relationships. Uh, so you feel the pressure of your family wanting to know why aren't you in a relationship? Why can't you find someone? You know, um, was oh, Johnny got a girlfriend or maybe he has, ask him to introduce you to somebody, you know, or maybe she has a sister, you know, or, or even with, you know, maybe ask your girlfriends, do they have, you know, does, does her boyfriend have a brother or a cousin or somebody they can uh, introduce you to? So you'll feel the pressure of other people being around you, your friends, who are in long-term relationships or maybe who are engaged. And so you feel that pressure. And so you 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 will find somebody to date just so that uh, you won't have to answer these questions. Also, um, you'll feel the pressure of actually uh, 
thinking that you need to be in a relationship now. You need to be in a relationship right now, you know, because everybody else is in one. So now you feel the pressure. You're putting pressure on yourself with thinking that you need to be in a relationship right now, not two or three months from now, not six months from now, not when you're really ready to engage in a relationship, but in a relationship right now. Why? Because the holidays are right now. So I don't have three months to get to know somebody to decide whether or not I want to continue in a relationship. I need a relationship right now because right now I'm in the midst of the holiday season and it's really about to kick off because we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. And so I need somebody right now. And so the pressure of getting a date or getting, being in a relationship per se right now because the holidays are right upon you. And so the pressure of not wanting to be alone and feeling like you just have to get, uh, have somebody right now is, is, what, uh, is what you feel. And so you date out of pressure, pressure from friends. And basically the pressure is really coming uh, internally. It's, it's pressure that you feel, pressure that, you, that you're putting on yourself. And, of course, there are some singles who actually have friends and family members who ask certain questions or inquire a lot about their singleness and when are they going to be in a relationship. But sometimes those things are internalized, and a lot of it comes from within you. What you think about being single, what you think about relationships, what you think about the holiday season and what's supposed to happen during the holiday season, and as it relates to um, being in a relationship, you can – you can you can separate what you should be doing with your family and understand that from the perspective of holiday from the holiday season but then when it, you're okay with that but when it comes to relationships you have a different perspective because you really think that you should have somebody to go through the holidays with and so you put added pressure on your own life uh to be in a relationship and whenever you feel pressured and your back feels like it's up against the wall, you know, sometimes you come off that wall swinging, making some bad decisions and making some um, bad connections uh, because you're coming off the wall of pressure and not off the, and not from a state of contentment. And so you end up selecting the first thing that comes along or the first thing that looks like you want it to look so you can present it the way you want to present it to make it appear as if you actually are in a relationship. So number two is actually pressure, the pressure that you uh, are putting on uh, yourself. And then the third one is you're desperate. You know, and I know sometimes um, we hear that a lot but uh, about being desperate and uh, dating for the wrong reasons and, you know, you shouldn't um, date out of desperation, and that is so true. Sometimes there are some singles who are uh uh, literally just obsessed with being married, uh, obsessed to the point of almost like being, you know, it's coming across as being a little psychotic or, you know, a little bit off balance and in some cases a lot, you know, off balance, you know, and so they become desperate. And so they start reaching at and grabbing for uh, the first relationship that they actually can connect to and and, and stay um connected to and so uh desperation and so desperation will cause you to bypass uh character it causes you to uh to ignore warning signs it causes you to make some irrational uh decisions based on based on some irrational beliefs that you have and so those are you know uh, uh you, desperation is something that you actually don't want to be involved, you know, you don't want to date out of desperation because it's not good uh, for anything. It always leads to something devastating. So you date out of desperation, and when you're desperate, you become across as being extremely needy, male or female. You know, you come across as being needy because you start, when you meet somebody, you know, you start becoming clingy. You start attaching yourself to that person. They can't breathe. You send a text messages all day long. You um, are calling all the time. And, uh, they, they're trying to figure out what's going on because they can't really read you. And then finally they figure it out that um, you're actually um, uh, desperate. And so they don't want to connect with you or they try to disconnect with you because of that reason. So desperation will cause you to actually uh, present yourself in an unhealthy, uh, emotionally unhealthy uh, way. 
And even if you're not, you know, on the extreme side of that, it appears that way. And it causes you to have certain thoughts about being single, certain thoughts about relationships, and it, then those thoughts will actually ha- make you take on some actions that's not very uh, uh, attractive to someone. You know, to receive a text message, how are you this morning, hope you have a great day, you know, uh, all of that's fine and dandy. But if I get a text message from you every 10 minutes, then probably I'm not going to want to have a whole lot to do with you. I'm going to have to probably figure out that you, at some point I'm going to decide that you are a little needy and that this is not a good relationship to be in. And what happens is in situations like that is you'll get connected to somebody, they will will sense you as being desperate, and then they will want to end the relationship before the holiday season is over. And now the problem or the misery is compounded because you connected with this person out of desperation so they can take you through the holidays, and now they've ended the relationship that you were trying to use to make it through the holidays, so now misery is compounded. So now you're trying to latch on even more so. So what do you do? You you call, you got these fake tears, you cry a river, you know, you come up with all these reasons about, you know, this is, give me one more chance and um, I'll do better and all these kinds of things. And so once again, you start coming across as somebody who is emotionally unbalanced, unhealthy, emotionally unhealthy, not really a good person to connect with because nobody wants to go, not many people anyway, want to go through the holiday season uh, with a whole lot of uh, stress or um, um, anxiety or uh, things like that, they want to go through the holiday season with happiness. They want to be happy, uh, you know. And so, um, so don't be desperate. That's number three. You date because you're desperate. And then number four is um, everyone else has somebody, so why shouldn't you? So. You know, you feel like the only one who uh, isn't dating. And so you feel a little extra pressure because all of your friends have somebody. You're the only one that doesn't have someone. And so now you're trying to answer the question, why should not have someone? And to only the only way that you can honestly answer that question, uh, you can answer that question two ways. Number one, honestly, you could say, well, it's not a good time for me to date or I just don't have anybody. You know, at this time, I'm just not dating anybody. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm just not dating anyone at this time. Or you could take the alternative, which is number two, and you can come up with a false answer to try to answer that question, which will now justify why you're out there trying to find somebody just for the holidays. Why should not have somebody to go through the holidays with? And so guess what? The first guy that tells you that you and I'm talking to adults. I'm not talking to teenagers right now. The first guy that tells you that you look good, or the first guy that says, you know, how is it that a good-looking good woman like you doesn't have anybody, or why is it that, you know, uh, why hasn't somebody snatched you up? When you start hearing that, then you will use those um, comments to you to justify connecting to somebody who may not be the right person to be involved with, um, even just in a relationship. We're not even talking uh, marriage yet. We're just talking about dating. So even in that situation, you will Cling to the first person or connect, rather, to the first person who shows you a little attention and you will take that relationship and you will claim it as your relationship and then you will start trying to work that out, make it happen, even if it's a facade. And you will get on the phone and you will call all your friends and you will tell them about the person you just met and how wonderful he is and how wonderful she is and what he does and what she does. And you'll go through all of that. And then you'll you'll present it as if it is something that is good, but you'll never say, I really dated that person because I felt like everybody had somebody and I didn't have anybody, so why shouldn't I have somebody? So I just went out there and found me somebody to go through the holidays with. You'll never say that because then your friends will question your character and want to know what are your, why, why aren't your motives, motives more pure than what they are. It is better for you to... Stand strong and make it through the holiday as a single without dating someone than it is to get involved in a relationship for the holidays to find yourself engaged in something that you 
might possibly become enmeshed in, and now you you will have a harder time getting out of that relationship than you did getting into the relationship. There are consequences to our actions, and sometimes we, you know, as singles or some singles, not going to say we because we're not all doing this, but some singles have a tendency to do these types of things and get connected with people without considering the other person's feelings. Not taking into consideration that the game that you're playing has emotions tied into it. Not just how you feel about being single, but that other person has emotions, that other person has feelings. And so no one wants to find out that all they were were a trophy or some item or some person that you use just so you can appear a certain way to some of your family and friends. Nobody wants to be used. You know, so and when you date for the holidays, that's all it is for the holidays. By the second week of January, you're coming up with some crazy story about, you know, why you can't stay connected or why you can't stay in a relationship. Well, you know, it's the new year, and I decided this year that I was really going to get myself together, and I was going to really just not, you know, be involved with anybody because I really need to take a look at myself, and I need to get myself together. I need to really work on me. I just need to let God do his work on me. And so then you start coming up with all types of reasons at the beginning of the year about why you can't stay in that relationship. And at some point, that person is going to realize that you just saved them for the holidays. Now, you may get out of that relationship, but there's a stain on your character that come, that, that actually is going to reside there until you make that right. So and a lot of times people don't go back and make that right. Nobody goes back and says, you know, I just dated you for the holidays. I just want to apologize. You know, I shouldn't have done that. Nobody does that. But that person now has a different view of you. And so instead of when they're talking about you, they don't have good things to say. They're going to talk about how you use them to date for the holidays and how you got what you wanted. And then at the top of the year, you broke the relationship off. So, you know, and it's strategic. People who do this, they know they know this game well, and they play it well. Some people just starting out. They're going to test, their, test the waters, and if it works for them, then they're going to go with it. And so you uh, you date because everyone else has somebody. That's number four. So why shouldn't I have somebody? And so you you have some extra pressure, and out of that extra pressure, you find yourself connecting to someone or you find someone to connect with under false pretenses just so that you can have somebody uh, to appear as if you're in um, a relationship. And so... Before we go on, just to recap, in case you're just joining us, uh, the first um, four uh, reasons that we talked about um, for singles dating for appearances, number one, is to avoid feeling lonely, you know, and so they go out and they find somebody just for the holidays to date because they want to avoid feeling lonely and also to appearing to uh, avoid uh, uh, appearing alone. They don't want, they want family and friends to stop asking them why they don't have anybody. And so they want to avoid feeling lonely. Also, number two, pressure. And that's just the pressure um, that you place upon yourself, friends in a relation, long-term relationship, or maybe you have some friends who are engaged and you feel like, you know, the, that's the, the, the pressure of being in a relationship right now. That's all the pressure that you put on yourself. So you have to go, you have to examine yourself and, and find out what is that um, um missing link or what is that weakness there that actually uh, compels you to put that pressure up on yourself. There's something that's missing there. Maybe your inner man isn't strong enough yet. Maybe your self-esteem is not strong enough yet. You got to find, you have to really examine yourself and say, what are the thoughts that I'm having about being single? That has a lot to do with it. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So what you think in your mind is what you're going to believe. And when you start believing something, you're going to act on that belief. And so there's some actions that are going to follow what you believe. Then number three, you're desperate. And so, again, when you're desperate, you start, you start, you connect to the first person that will let you connect to them. You know, the first one you catch might get away, but by the time, you, you know, it might take two or three. But by the third one, you're going to, you're going to connect with somebody that's going, to, that's going to have a relationship with you. So you do it out of desperation. And then number four, everyone else has somebody, so why shouldn't you? So you're doing that because you're feeling like um, you're the only one who isn't dating, 
and then you feel that extra pressure of, you know, wanting to have somebody because everybody else has somebody. So why shouldn't I have somebody? It's not why is it okay for her to be dating this guy who um is who's real nice to her. He has a great job. Uh he's a gentleman. He treats her nice. He does great things for her. They they spend a lot of good time quality time together. Why is she the one doing that? Why can't I have that same thing? And so then you start dating, trying to get the same thing that you see somebody else having. Okay, so those were the first um, four. And so number five um, is, yeah, number five is you're caught up in the moment. And that's the, I I did uh, recap so I could really focus on um, five and six. Uh, It's because you're caught up in the moment. And then there's, I'll, I'll give you a seventh one. I see I have seven. So it's uh, seven. So, but anyway, number five is you're caught up in the moment. You know, um, it's like after you um, uh, catch your breath, the holidays are over, you realize that, wow, I didn't really like that person. You know, I really wasn't interested in that particular person. I just needed that person for the holidays. So you're caught up in the moment. And the moment that you're caught up in is all of the excitement and the thrills that come with the Christmas holiday season. So you're caught up in that moment. You're caught up in the gift giving. You're caught up in the social events. You're caught up in the family gatherings. You're caught up in the uh, the office parties. You're caught up in the Christmas parades where everybody's all snuggled and cozy and drinking hot chocolate, waiting on the the floats to come by and the bands to pass. You're caught up in the moment. And so when the moment is over, which will be at the top of January, you will then say, or you'll make some type of excuse and say, well, you know, I really didn't really, you know, I really didn't like uh, that person. I really wasn't uh, that interested in that person. I just needed that person uh, for the holidays. Now, not only have you done a disservice to the person you connect to, you've also done a disservice for to yourself. Because what you said to yourself is, I think so low of myself that I would stoop to the thing of just connecting with, stoop low enough just to connect with anybody because I just need them for the holidays. There's no value that you place on yourself when you do that, and you really don't value the other person. At all, but let's just look look at you because the other person may figure out what you're doing, but they don't know what you're doing at the time that you do it. So basically, it comes back to how strong is your core being? You know, what type of person are you as a single that you would actually say, "I'm gonna date you to yourself. I'm gonna date him. I'm gonna date her just for the holidays because I need them for show, for appearance, for appearance purposes, just so that I can go through the holidays and make it look like." that I have somebody, okay? And so you're using them, but the, when you really step back from this picture and look at it, you would have to look at all of the frailties and the shortcomings that are within yourself that pushed you to the place of doing something like that. Because as grand as you think you might be, you're not really that grand when you can actually use another person for your own vainglory. So you use that person, then at the top of the year you say, well, I just needed that person. That goes back to something that is unhealthy within you because you're saying it out of your mouth, I just needed the person for the holidays. There was a need in there that you were trying to use another human being to fulfill or to satisfy, but it really wasn't a mutual exchange. It was only one-sided. And so you have to examine yourself. And you have to take a look and say, what is it within me that's making me do this? Now, the rest of the year, you're not doing it. But for this particular holiday season, all of a sudden, you're coming up with all of these gimmicks and strategies and, you know, relationship games that you're playing and all these big-time facades you're putting on, trying to attract somebody into your life. Now, from January to September, October, you're doing just fine. You know, but the minute it's time for the the holiday season, then all of a sudden you got all these things going through your mind about needing somebody and wanting somebody for the holidays. But you're okay the rest of the year. It's just when you get right here to this part of the year, then now you're trying to come up with some strategies and some gimmicks on how to have a date, how to have a to date for an, to date to date for appearance purposes. Okay, and so you you do that, and now. At the top of that year, at the other year, that person, at the new year, the person realizes what you've done. And so it's more devastating and it's really painful and hurtful when somebody re- finds out or realizes, rather, that they've been used by another person just for show. 
you know, whether it's male or female, the guy's now saying, wow, she really wasn't interested in me. She just wanted to showcase me. You know, she just wanted me to be a trophy on her arm. She just wanted somebody who just wanted some good-looking guy, you know, to go on dates with during the holiday season. Or uh, he just wanted a, a trophy on his arm. He just wanted some good-looking uh, woman to go with him so he could make everybody think he's all that. And, like, look at his date, you know. So people are actually emotionally um, hurt uh, by that. They're not necessarily scarred and wounded and battered and broken unless they were already cracked anyway. But some people can be extremely hurt by that because they may have had a genuine interest or attraction, uh, a genuine interest in you or an attraction for you. It could have been genuine. But when they realize what you've done, then that's going to taint how they feel about you or the attraction that they had. So that's number five. So number six is you like what they represent. And I really like this one because you like what they represent. It goes back to the appearance part. It's not about relationship with you. It's about what they look like. So you like what they represent. And so and you want, um, and um, let me see how to put this. Um, you want them to represent the holidays with your family. That's what you want. You want them to represent the holidays with your family. So this person looks like what I want my family to look to see to see me with for the holidays. So you like what they represent, you know. Um it's really about looking good on paper. And when I say looking good on paper, I'm talk I'm not talking about just, you know, like rushing to get married or anything. I'm talking about you like what they represent. It's looking good on paper. This person is going to look good when we take those family uh, photos during the holiday season and we're all in this big group photo. Click, you know, everybody's snapping with their smartphones and their tablets and their digital cameras. So this person is going to look good on paper so that when they start posting them on Facebook and wherever they're posting them and putting them in family scrapbooks, you know, hey, my picture of being there and I'll be next to this really good-looking person or I'm going to be next to this guy who's a doctor or he's a lawyer or you know, um, he's on his own business, or I'm going to be next to this uh, really beautiful uh, woman. You know, she could be an entrepreneur, or she uh, might be um, a professional that is um, at a certain level in her career. You know, uh, it could be any of those things. They look good. They You like what they represent. You like the job that they have. You like the, the cars that they're driving. You like uh, the neighborhood they may live in. You like even the color that they might be, you know, you might like, uh, you know, if your family is color struck or uh, prefers one color uh, over the other, if that person um, can uh, represent what it is that you think they want to see, then guess what? You'll like their color. Oh, my family will love him because, you know, he got that curly hair. He's a certain skin tone. Oh, yeah, they're going to love him because that's all they really like. You know, or, oh, my family going to really like her. You know, um, she got a certain skin tone. She got a certain length of hair. You know, she's a certain height. She's a certain size. Wow, they're going to really like her. And so you like what they represent. And so now that's the person that you want to connect with for the holidays because it's really more important to you about the person uh, representing whatever it is in your imagination that you think that your family and your friends are going to approve of. And so that's what you date. That's what you look for. You look for the one, if you, you want them to have a particular uh, car, then you look for the person with the kind of car that you want um, uh, everybody to just get all excited about and, you know, and start praising you and like, oh, girl, look at that car. You know, if you want him on a, pro, a certain professional level, same thing. You're going to date that person who's on that level that you're looking for or would like to be on and say, oh, girl, he's a doctor, he's a lawyer. Wow. You know, you know, he owns his own business. All that, you know, kind of like, you know, it's that building that false self-esteem up, you know, stroking you on the back, patting you on the back. It's all about appearance. It's all about appearance. You know, and so then you get all involved with that. You're really not involved with the person. You are involved with the response to the person by your from your family and your friends. That's what's exciting you. What they're saying about uh, him or about her. And so you number uh, six is you like what they represent. And then number seven, I really like this one. It's convenient. You know, when you're dating for the holidays or dating for appearances for the holidays, it's convenient. You know, there's no um, commitment 
involved in it. And, and in some cases, it's actually a mutual agreement. The word of God said, like begets like. And so, you know, it's a mutual agreement. You done, you've met somebody who thinks just like you. You know, and so you guys sit down at the table or on the phone and y'all con- come up with this um, convenient agreement. Okay, listen, let's hook up for the holidays. We'll go to holidays events together. We'll go to parties together. We'll go to family gatherings together. No strings attached. We're not really in a relationship. People think we're in a relationship, but you and I know that we're not really in a relationship. This is just a mutual thing where we agree to um, <coughs> excuse me, be with each other. For the holidays, and that's it. And after the holidays, we'll just go our separate ways. It's convenient. You sit down with somebody who thinks like you, and you come up with this mutual dating agreement for the holidays, all for all because of appearances. You want to appear. Uh, you want to uh, to appear as if a certain thing is actually alive and well in your life. When it's just a big hoax, it's just a big game. It's not for real. It's not truthful. It's dishonest. It's deceitful. It's just a facade. And what what could possibly happen in situations like that is you you'll find your you may find yourself in a situation like that. And if you don't control your emotions and stay focused on the mutual agreement, then you may find yourself becoming attracted to the person that you had the agreement with. And the agreement is just a date for the holiday for appearance purposes. Next thing you know, you now find yourself attracted to him or attracted to her. And so now you're about to tell this person or you're going to tell this person that, you know, you have a certain attraction for them and you really want to get to know them better and all this kind of stuff. And right in the midst of all of that, that person reminds you, we have an agreement. And that agreement is no strings attached, no commitment. This is not a real relationship. This is only for appearances only and it's only for convenience. And so now you put yourself in a place where your emotions are harmed and damaged and you now trying to figure out possibly what's wrong with you because why doesn't he like me or why doesn't she like me? I just told her that, I, you know, hey, I know we started off like this, but I'm attracted to you now. I really think you're a nice person and I want to get to know you better and I want to do all of this and all of that. And that person is going to turn around and say, no, this was the agreement that we would date for appearance per- appearances only for the holidays and that's it. We're not going to do anything else. And now you're devastated or you're even more emotionally hurt, harmed by that because you forgot in there somewhere along the way that you had an agreement for appearances only. But you became, you started becoming attracted or start become feeling, having some feelings for that person. It doesn't work like that. But you could, it's dangerous because you could possibly find yourself actually beginning actually becoming attracted to the person that you have the mutual agreement with and when they don't respond back to you the way that you are now feeling then now you're devastated by that or hurt by it but you have to be you have to remember that you entered into this game with the same with with this with, with mutual feelings this is only for the holiday season that's why you shouldn't date for appearance for appearances or date just for the holidays because somewhere in there somebody's going to get hurt you have to, I mean, you know, you have to be really kind of um, uh, cold or really well guarded to engage in something like that and come out on the other side of the holidays and you just, you know, you just A-OK with it. You know, like, hey, see you next year this time. You know, you would have to be really guarded. I mean, you like walls and bricks and barriers up where, the, there could, where nothing could penetrate in there emotion-wise. You know, to be able to do that and then at the end of the holidays walk away from uh, the relationship or uh, the situation. You, I mean, you have to really get your mind right, uh, ready for something like that because it is real easy to spend a lot of time with somebody to find yourself becoming attracted to somebody. So you would have to be kind of cold and distant to be able to engage in this type of relationship and then not, not feel anything and be able to walk away on January the 15th when everything is over, walk away from the relationship and say, I'll call you next year this time if I need you. You have to be really cold-hearted to be able to do that. But when you find yourself 
entering into any type of relationship, entering into a relationship under any of these seven seven reasons. What that really says is that you are not ready for a healthy, uh, matured um, relationship. You're not you're not ready. And whenever you're not ready for a genuine, healthy, emotionally matured relationship, you should not have a relationship. Period. You should not uh, have. Uh, any type of relationship where you have to bring the relationship into existence under one of these seven, six or seven things or or anything similar to one of these reasons. You are not ready to engage in a relationship. It is very important that you stay alone during the holiday season, stand tall and press your way through so that you can come out on the other side just that much stronger, feeling really good about yourself Focus on how you focus on learning to love yourself. Do things during the holiday season where you don't need to have a romantic relationship partner to make it through the holiday season. Find something to do where you can find where you can um, apply meaning to your life in doing something uh, for the holiday season. So you know, uh, there's a saying that that goes like you know, uh, when you choose junk food and junk partners. Uh, you you will choose junk food and junk partners when you are relationship famished. When you are hungry for a relationship, you would you it was, it's just like in the natural. When we're hungry and you're driving uh, down the street or maybe you're in a grocery store stopping, you know, and you're really hungry, uh, hungry. Everything in the grocery store looks good when you are famished. When you're just starving, you need something to eat right away. Everything in the grocery store looks uh, looks good when you're really hungry. You know, so when you're when you're a relationship famished, when you are hungry for a relationship, every guy looks good. Every girl looks good when you are famished for a relationship. You know, when you're starving for a relationship, anybody, everybody looks good to you at that point. And that's where the danger is, is when you're starving for a relationship. You know, the word of God says this, that um, if, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, the word says, then God will fill you. So we should not be hungry and thirsty for relationships. We should never be relationship famished. Now, and if you find yourself at a place where you are feeling uh, famine, relationship famished, I call it, or you're starving for a relationship, then what you really need to do is go on a relationship fast, F-A-S-T. You need to go on a relationship fast. Don't date anybody. Don't call anybody. Don't see anybody. Don't text anybody, don't email anybody, don't Facebook uh, anybody that, you, that, that you're interested in or could potentially become a relationship partner, you need to go on a relationship fast. And you really need to seek God and ask God to show you yourself. And what is it about you emotionally that keeps you hungry for a relationship? And what is it that you need to do to uh, feed spiritually that hunger that you have because when you feel when you feed that hunger with spiritual food then that natural fleshy stuff will subside and will become subdued under the word of God and then you can become stronger and strengthened in your inner man and then you will not have to seek after relationships to feed uh, uh an area of your life that you where you are where you're famished or where you're starving for something you know if 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 you don't do that if you don't Feed the spirit man. You will always be hungry because you are starving for a relationship and you are unhealthy emotionally, which means that you really don't have a good understanding or a good perspective about relationship. So you will never, ever stop being hungry for a relationship because your understanding about it is not good. Uh, your inner man is not strong. You will, no matter how many dates you have, no matter how many girlfriends you have, or how many uh, guy friends or boyfriends that you have, your when your relationship understanding is is uh, remedia or it's not as healthy or as strong as it should be, you will always be hungry for a relationship. And every year during the holiday season, you will hunger and thirst for a relationship, and you will feel it and and feel that hunger and thirst any way that you can, just so that you can appear a certain way 
during the holiday season. And when the holidays are over, you'll go right back to not having a date, and you'll be fine until the next holiday, and then you're hungry again. Because all you've conditioned yourself to do is be hungry at certain times during the year, and that time is every holiday season because you just want to up, you want the appearance of a relationship, but you're really not wanting a genuine relationship. And if you desire a genuine relationship and you allow these, these particular elements to get in the way of you preparing for a genuine relationship, once again, you're not ready for a relationship. So you need to take a step back and you need to do a relationship fast until you figure out, number one, what is the emotional hunger and thirst that you have that needs to be satisfied spiritually. And then you need to ask God to reveal to you who you are. And you need to place a value, as I said in the first show, on yourself. You need to be able to value yourself to a degree where you can say that nothing, that uh, nothing inappropriate, uh, ungodly could ever come into the uh, the area of my life, personal area or any area of my life. They can't get into the inner courts of my being because the value that I place on my life requires that in order for you to come into the inner courts, you have to have the same value on your own life and you have to see that my life is valuable. And so I can't let you in the inner courts to tear the courts up. So that's that's not godly. And so there's one or two or several dangerous things that can happen in this dating for appearances. Number one, if you do this to somebody and they don't really know what you're doing, you know, they don't realize that you're playing a game on them because you, you found Joe down the street, but Joe doesn't really know what you're doing. He thinks you're genuinely interested in him. But you only needed Joe for the holiday. So really you don't really you didn't really get a chance have a chance to get to know Joe. So you didn't know that Joe has some psychotic ways. But you connected to the first person who you can pull this off on, but you didn't really know Joe. So when Joe finds out that you only you were just using him, now you got a stalker, or now you got an abuser on your hands, or you got somebody who's a little a little psychotic on your hands because you were just trying to uh, do something to satisfy this holiday issue you have, but you didn't really get to know him, and you didn't know that guess what? He doesn't like being used, and whenever anybody uses him, he gets he you know he got he kind of goes off a little bit. And so now you have double trouble now. You got the holiday blues and you got Joe on your tail because Joe realized that you that you weren't sincere. You were just using him. So you could you could try connecting with somebody for appearances, but you end up finding yourself in a bad relationship situation, you know. Or you could connect with somebody and find and find out that they're going to use you worse than you trying to use them. And so now you're more devastated. But you know, in the, in the beginning, the the whole pro, the whole issue was you needed to date somebody for appearances. Now you had your agenda; he got his. He he just didn't tell you what his agenda was. And so now you're trying to date for appearances, and he's saying to you, "Well, if you want to date me, hey, you gotta do. You gotta put out. You have to do something. You know, uh, you can't just date me. You can't just take me." to the family gathering or you can't just take me to the office party and don't you know and not give me something in return and so now you find yourself in a position where you have to do some sexual stuff or you have to do some things that you are way outside your character that you would have never done had you not dated under false pretenses you know you it's it sounds in your mind when you're thinking about dating for appearances just for the holidays you think that's okay until you look at society the way it is today and all of the things that are going on in society today, then if you really pay attention to our society and what's going on, if you pay attention, you will realize that dating for appearances is not a good thing. You will not know that person. You will think that you are getting something satisfied in your life, and the reality is you may be connecting something to your life that can harm your life after the dating or while you're doing the dating. It is better for you to stand single and strong and make it through the holidays without any type of romantic or personal relationship and come out on the other side better than to get entangled and ensnared in something that could be life-threatening or could be emotionally damaging or devastating to you, to you just because you wanted a date for the holiday season. Your life is more valuable than just uh, dating. 
It's more to your life than dating. And you may be struggling as a single. You may may have a desire to be in a relationship, a romantic relationship with someone. And you may have a desire to be married one day. And you want to meet your mate and you want to meet the the one that God has for you. You know, uh, but you have to wait the season out and you have to be able to believe and trust God. And if there's no one that you can connect to in a healthy way, you know, um, I tell people all the time, singles all the time, you know, uh, in the body of Christ, when we see each other, we first have to see each other as brothers and sisters in Christ first before we date or try to get into anything romantic. But have to see you as a brother or sister in Christ first. Because if I can see you as a brother in Christ or a sister in Christ, and if I can respect the Christ in you, then even if we were to go out on some dates and it doesn't turn into marriage, I still have a respect, a spiritual respect that I will always be able to speak a good word about you. So I tell people, you need to build good relationships with men and women in the body of Christ, other single men and women in the body of Christ. You need to build good friendships. Every friendship is not a romantic friendship. Build a good, solid, genuine friendship with men and women in the body of Christ so that if you say, hey, that's a good uh, movie coming out right before the Christmas holidays, let me call Brother um, uh Steve, or let me call Brother Cleveland. Let me see. Let me call him and see if he got a, some extra time that we could just go to the show together. You know, hey, I'll pay for the show. You pay for dinner. You know, you need some good, strong, healthy friendships in the body of Christ. And with that, you could probably make it through the holiday season without feeling lonely, without feeling alone. You can find your friends and do something really good with your with your single friends. For the holidays, you can pass out toys to needy kids, all sorts of things you can do in your community or with your church if your church is doing something, some type of event like some type of event like that. It's always something that you can find to do that can uh, really bring you some joy and give your life some greater meaning than just waiting for a date. So I want to encourage you that if this is where you are in your in your um life in your walk with God is that this is that place where you know you're single, you really have a desire to be married or you have a desire to date someone, be in a romantic uh or a uh um exclusive relationship with someone and it just hasn't happened yet. Don't let the holidays be a season of your life that brings on depression or the blues or disappointment or uh a low self esteem or a lack of you know, your self worth begins to diminish don't allow the holidays to do that because that's not the purpose of the holidays. And so if you can find a genuine reason for the season, then you will be able to stay above and ab- above what it is that the holidays normally bring to you. You'll be able to stay above the holiday blues, above desperation, above loneliness, above alone, feeling alone, and you will be able to stand strong as a single. It's really about Strengthening your inner man so you'll know who you are. Don't develop yourself for a date. Develop yourself to be a better person. And so that when you meet somebody that you can date, they are experiencing a gift in their life. You know, you don't, so don't, don't, God, you know, show me what I need to fix because I can, when somebody meets me, you know, I can be a really good date. I can be a great catch and all that kind of stuff. No. Ask God to make you a really great person. Build your character. Build your integrity. Walk in integrity. Have healthy self-esteem. The word of God says, let no man think more highly of himself than he ought to. It doesn't say that you should not think high of yourself. It says don't think more highly than you ought to think. So you have to get to a place where your thoughts about yourself are really good thoughts. That you know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That you know your strengths, your weaknesses. You know what it works. That what the workings are that God has done in your life to transform you. You need to know that your mind has been renewed. You need to know all of that. You need to be um, really, really um, accurate when it comes to who you are. And if so, if you're not sure about that, that should be the holiday present that you want God to bless you with. 
God, show me who I am and show me what I need to do to become an even better person. You want to become a great person. You want to be a strong, strong single so that you can stand tall and that so that you can uh, be a really good person to engage with um, in a relationship when it's time for that. So before we close on tonight, I'm going to recap the um, seven reasons why singles date uh, for appearances. And if you are um, a single woman and you're listening uh, to the show on tonight, there is I have a study manual called Discerning Your Boaz, and it talks about the the preparations that um, that Ruth went to went through before she actually had the divine connection with Boaz. In, taken from the uh, the story in the book of Ruth. And so you can find that at www.gingerlondon.com in the online store under study manuals. And so, uh, and for you brothers, we got something special coming out for you in 2013. So uh, for single Christian men and how to actually recognize your Ruth and recognize the woman that God has for you. And so I want to encourage you to pray for you. If, if you are struggling with being single, or if you feel uh, overwhelmed or pressured, then pray that God's gift to you this season, or one of his gifts to you this season, would be to reveal to you or to help you to become a stronger Christian so that you can stand tall as a Christian and not have to give in to any one of these unhealthy and ungodly reasons for being in a relationship, and you can honestly and spiritually, in spirit and in truth, Wait your turn, and you can rejoice with your friends who are engaged, rejoice with those who are in relationships. Be the Bible says, rejoice with those who are are rejoicing. You can honestly and, and and sincerely rejoice with them while you are standing strong as a single. So I want to encourage you. You know, um, if you need to hear this show again, you can come back to the uh, page here. Uh, on the Ginger London Ministry Show on Blog Talk Radio, and you can find it under the on-demand uh, um, scheduled show, shows on uh, on-demand, and you can hear the replay. Or we're, I'm going to post it on the replay on Facebook. But I want to encourage you to be a strong single, and the only way you can do that is you got to be content in the state that you're in right now. There's nothing wrong with being a single. The, the problem comes in when you're using one of these reasons to get into a relationship or you're really functioning from a desperate mindset of being uh, uh, engaged with someone, being in a relationship, or you're desperate to be married. That's when you're going to find yourself making some horrific relationship mistakes, and it's going to compound the issue and the serious problems could come as a result of that. So we're going to close out in prayer. Now, again, I want to thank everybody for listening by phone and for listening um, by Internet. Thank you so very much. Um, and if you have family or friend, family members or friends who need to hear this, please be sure to ask them to come and listen to the uh, the replay here on Blog Talk Radio Show. And you can sign up for the newsletter on www.gingerlondon.com. I'm so humbled and blessed that you joined me on tonight. So let's close out with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I love you, Lord God. I, I bless your name. I pray for every single that's listening by phone, male and uh, female, and listening by Internet. I pray that you would strengthen their inner man so they can stand and walk firm and tall as a, uh, as a single. I pray, Father God, that they will not connect to any wrong relationships this holiday season and that they will go uh, without a relationship, Father God, knowing that you are with them. I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that they are covered in the blood of Jesus and that no harm or danger will come unto them as they go through this holiday season. Free them from negative thoughts, Lord God, because your word says to cast down vain imagination and every thought that try to exalt itself above the knowledge of you. I thank you, Father God, that you give us spiritual weapons to fight in the spirit realm, Father God, against all the satanic attacks that the enemy sends, Father. I pray for self-esteem to be raised. I pray, Father God, for self-worth to be valued even higher than what it is, Lord God. I thank you right now that everyone who is on the that's listening to this show, Father God, have an, has an ear to hear what you are saying to them. I pray, Father God, that they'll internalize it and that this seed will fall on good ground and that it will produce a, 
a return of a hundredfold, Lord God. I pray, Father God, that people will have a different mindset about being single, Father, that there's a transformation that will take place as they get into your word and learn more about who they are in you and what you created them to do and who you created them to be. I thank you, Father God, that no one steps outside of their created purpose during this season of their life. I thank you, Father God, for strength in their inner man. I thank you for strength in their minds. I thank you, Father God, that they have a ready word on their tongue for every question that they are approached with as it relates to them being single. Give them a right now word to respond, Lord God. Give them a response that's in spirit and in truth, Father God, that's in a spirit, a voice of integrity and a voice of character. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And we thank you, Lord God, and we bless your name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you once again for listening. Uh, to the show on this evening. God bless you, everyone, and stay tuned and stay connected for the next show. God bless you.